You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number five. In this episode, I interview Mark Schaefer, author of the book Known, and a man who inspired me to launch this podcast with 100 episodes in 100 days. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Somba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time, but you can get there faster with the right strategies. I share with you proven strategies on how to build a profitable online business from your passion. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In this fifth episode, I interview Mark Schaefer, the author of the books Known and Content Code, speaker and social media marketing consultant. Get the exact steps on how to turn your passion into profits and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash five. So I'm truly honored to be here with Mark Schaefer, who I saw the first time at Social Media Marketing World in 2000, I think it was 16, that you gave a keynote talk. And I had not heard about you before that. Shame (laughs) on me. (laughs) And I was very impressed. So I looked you you up on Twitter and LinkedIn and all of the place. And I said, I got to find out more about this man. (laughs) And then, you know, there's a lot of other people you hear about and yeah, you forget again. And then I saw that you were speaking again at Social Media Marketing World in 2017 and had your own talk and it was known. And this is a topic that I find fascinating. How do people become known? Because I see people around me, some succeed and others fail. Mm-hmm. And they seem to be doing a similar thing. Obviously, they're not. And we'll talk <laughs> about that. But it feels like they're at least starting off a similar premise. And mm-hmm. some people take off and others don't. And I was very eager. You were, there was one of the first talks that I said, I must, must, I must be at this talk. And I was there with my clients. So we were all sitting in the first row, <laughs> eager to hear from you. And I was very impressed, to put it mildly. I went straight to buy your book that was on the same topic as a talk. So this is also something for people like, even if you write a book and give a talk, people will still buy more stuff from you. (laughs) So there's nothing to worry about. Uh, So I'm truly honored, Mark, to have you here on the show today and actually be one of my first guests. And there's a reason for that. I was so impressed by your talk in a way that what makes people become known that I decided to do 100 episodes in 100 days. And Mm -hmm. that's thanks to you, Mark. And before we dive into the topic, I would love for the audience to know a little bit more about you. What have you done besides writing that book and giving all these amazing talks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I do. I do a lot. You know, I spent most of my career in different corporate marketing positions and feel just very blessed and fortunate to have had such a great career. So it's my time in my life to really kind of send the elevator back down and teach people 
really what I've learned through the years. And uh, so really, I'm a teacher in my heart. I teach at a university in the New York City area called uh, Rutgers University. It's a large university in America. I give speeches around the world, as you said, and I always view those talks as teaching opportunities too, really. In fact, that's what I love about speaking. You can have a big impact on people in a small amount of time. I blog. I have a blog at businessesgrow.com, and I have a podcast called The Marketing Companion. You can find that there too. So all those things really get down to teaching. I think I'm a teacher. Yeah. But in your talk, you also explained and also in your book that you were not always doing what you do today. Right. Most of us who are in social <laughs> marketing or media or, or whatever, we did something before. Yeah. And you also share the story. It's maybe not easy to transition from corporate. How was that for you? <laughs> it was a shock. It was just an incredible shock. And I think probably a lot of people have been through this, but it just, maybe if I thought about it a little bit more, it wouldn't have been such a shock. But, you know, when I was in the corporate world, I was at the top 1% of the people in the company. I was at the top of the organizational chart. I had a very big job. I was a global director for a Fortune 100 company. And then I was at a good time in my life where I could start something on my own. And so I decided to do that. And the very first day, it was just like everything stopped. All the emails, all the calls, all the meetings, all the whining and dining all over the world. And I realized that everything I had built in my career didn't matter anymore. Nobody knew me. Nobody knew who I was. And so if you can imagine, here I am, I was at the top of my company, I was at the top of the world, I was starting my own company, and my first client was a 22-year-old kid that just got out of culinary school trying to start a catering business. And my first talk was for free at a service organization 10 miles down the road, and I mean, I was starting over. I was starting at the bottom. And even though that was 10 years ago, that really planted the seeds for that book. Because what does it mean to become known in the world today? What really matters? What is valued by people? How do you do that? And can anybody do that? That's the big question that I answered in the book. That's fascinating. Can anybody do it? And is anybody willing to start from zero? Yeah. yeah? <laughs> well, everybody starts from zero. That was one of the things I mentioned in my talk in San Diego that you saw that I wanted to make an impact on people and make them realize that all of these people that we look up to in whatever career you're in, there are people ahead of you and you look up and you admire these people. And you think, oh, how could I ever do that? And you can. I mean, because everybody starts at zero. Everybody starts as a nobody. And so you shouldn't be afraid of that. And you also shouldn't be afraid to recognize you're not an expert. Again, people aren't born experts. It's an evolutionary process. It's a step-by-step -step process. But you do have to start. You have to push that fear away. And you do have to start. Yeah. 
So you said that this is the reason you write the book not, but there was something else that, you know, you've written some other books. So this was not the first book you wrote. What made you write this particular book? I think there are two things that always push me to write a book. And I've written six books and I don't have a plan. I never had a plan to write six books or even one book. But what drives me is, number one, what is a big question or a big problem that my friends and my clients and my students face? So in the book I wrote before this, is called The Content Code. The big problem was, how do we stand out in this world of incredible, exploding content, this explosion of noise and information density? And it's just not so easy to be in this field like it was five or six years ago. What is the strategy today? On the new book, Known, you know, I found myself talking to my friends and they said, you know, I'd like to be a speaker someday. I'd like to write a book someday. I'd like to be invited to be on a board position or to lecture at a university someday. How do I get in a position to do that? And I kept giving people the same advice. Well, to do that, you have to be known. And so I got into a discussion with one of my friends and he's very well known in the marketing business. And I said, can anybody become known? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> he said, a lot of people ask me that. It just seems like you kind of have to have a certain something to be known. And so I just became obsessed with this question. How do people do it? And I found there was a lot of really bad advice out there. And so I thought, well, you know, there is something I can contribute here. There is something new. If I could figure out if I could determine, is there a path? Is there a process that people could follow? And I didn't know that path. I had some ideas, but when I write a book, I always let the research write the book. I don't come in with a predetermined agenda. And it's a little scary writing a book that way. But what I found is that there is a path and that I interviewed dozens and dozens of people that have become successful all around the world in all kinds of different fields, and they all did the same four things, without exception, every single time. And I'm so confident in this path. When I talk to people who are well-known and they'll say, well, you know, how do you, what is that path? And I'll say, okay, let's talk about you. How did you get there? And every single time, it's the same four things. So mm. I'm, I'm, And now we want to know the four things. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so I'm very, very confident in the path. Well, the first thing is that you have to be really clear about what you want to be known for. And I make a distinction in the book to say it's not necessarily your passion. And that's kind of a disturbing myth and mantra. Oh, we don't like the, to hear that. <laughs> you don't like to hear that. It's like, follow your dream, follow your passion. And the thing that frustrates me is that a lot of people do that blindly. And there's a lot of gurus out there that encourage you to do that. Follow your dream. Don't let anybody tell you anything, anything different. You know, forget about your friends and your family and the money and your job and whatever's getting in the way. Just follow your dream. And what I found is that most people who are successful today didn't necessarily follow a dream. 
And a dream without a plan is a hobby. So you need to have a plan. And that's what my book is about. I just beg people, if you're going to devote years of your life to doing something, think it through. Just think it through and have a small plan. Number two is once you kind of know, here's my story. Here's what I want to be known for. Where do you tell the story? Can you find a place to tell your story in a way that's not already overcrowded by other people telling the same story? If you can find that, you have a much, much greater chance for success. Then the third idea is how do you tell you the story? And this is where a lot of people get overwhelmed because they see... Should I be on Facebook? Should I be on Twitter? Should I be on a blog or a video? And what I suggest is it doesn't have to be that overwhelming. In fact, you kind of have three choices, maybe four at the most. People will learn about you by reading you, reading about you, listening to you like we're doing on the podcast today, seeing you through a video, or maybe through photographs, like on Instagram. But generally, to have the opportunity for vast reach and vast connection, it has to be writing, audio, or video. So it's not that complicated. You have to pick one of those three, and then you have to do that consistently for you know, a pretty long period of time. On ah, a, on, on that's average, the problem. Yeah, I mean, on average, <laughs> In my book, The People Who Became Known, it took them two and a half years on average to become known. So consistency almost became the fifth part of the path of the book. But I thought, you know, consistency really is the underlying foundation for everything. And then the fourth idea is to pursue an audience that matters. And that's different than just building followers on social media. I give examples in the book how social media connections are weak relational links. It's like shaking their hand or they'll wave at you on social media. That doesn't mean they'll hire you or they'll buy something. So I talk about that distinction and how to build an audience that really matters. So those are the four things that every single person has done to build a very successful personal brand today. So you interviewed all these people. Can you bring us one example? I heard a few in your talk, and I think that's when we remember something yeah. is stories. <clears throat> Concept is one thing, but when you tell a story of a person, we can relate to that person, then we'll actually be inspired and maybe do something about it. Yeah. Well, you know, I was inspired by so many people in the book, and it was such an amazing, amazing experience. It was just like this book, it was like a lit runway. It's just like the path just became clear as I listened to these people and heard their stories. And I started hearing these same themes over and over and over again. So let me give you an example. I think he was the first person I interviewed and it just set the tone for the whole book for me. And that's Antonio Centeno. So Antonio grew up 
in a dusty trailer park in kind of a poor part of our country. And he didn't really have much. And so that's one of the themes that Antonio was not an expert in anything. He told me when he graduated from high school, he had no marketable skills. He didn't know what to do in a job. So he joined the military and became an officer in the military. And when he put on his uniform for the first time, he felt something he had never felt before. He felt proud. He felt respected. And he started to make this connection that how you appear can affect your attitude and maybe your success in life. So long story short, he couldn't get this out of his mind. He started an online business around selling suits online, and it did not work out very well. But he started creating content to support his business, and people loved his ideas. And he realized that there wasn't anybody creating short little videos to explain fashion tips for men. Okay, so number one, what was his sustainable interest? It was fashion tips for men. Now, his passion was motorcycles, but his business opportunity was fashion tips for men. Number two, what was his space? He discovered nobody was making videos so he's gonna tell his stories through videos. Now, Antonio didn't like videos. He was nervous about doing videos. He hated it. He said, but Mark, I was determined to learn how to do this. I think he created 200 videos, was it? Yeah, 200 videos in 200 days. And he said, you know, Mark, I was terrible at first, but by number 200, I was pretty good. And I had built an amazing audience. So he had found his space, short videos. He had found his content form, video. He was persistent. He was consistent. He did 200 in 200 days. And he engaged with his audience. And he built this emotional connection with his audience who almost were, they were kind of cheering him on. And he said, you know, I have never had a viral video, but... I don't have to have a viral video. I just need to build an audience of enough people who will pay me for what I do. And he did, and today he's a millionaire. So he really hit on all these key ideas and he did it with energy and with determination and with a certain amount of grit to keep going. And uh, he said, well, my next challenge is, he said, I wanna do a thousand videos in a thousand days because think how good I will be at it at that point. So I love everything about Antonio and just his kindness and his heart. And here's another little thing. As I started interviewing all these people, every person at some point said, you know, what keeps me going is I know I'm making a difference. I know I'm impacting people. And for Antonio, he said, I grew up as a very poor person. I wanna be able to have a career that I can provide opportunities so my children can do whatever they want to do. I never had that chance as a child. And so it's this idea of purpose that keeps you going. Like when you feel down and you're having a bad day or maybe you feel sick, the thing that keeps you going even when you don't feel like going is that you know 
people are counting on you, that you're making a difference. And that is certainly true for me. People have told me my content, my blog, my books have changed their business. They've changed their lives. The very first review of Known on Audible, the headline is, this is the most inspiring book I've ever heard. Yeah. And I can attest to that. That is my fuel. Yeah. That keeps me going to know, oh my gosh, I have an opportunity here to really help and teach and counsel and coach and make a difference in this world that is having an impact on people. So that's what keeps me going. Yeah. So was the conclusion that anyone can become known? Well, my conclusion is that everybody has the opportunity to be known. Absolutely. And I believe that. And I mean, that's what inspired me about this book. There are people in this book that were homeless. There were people in this book who were bankrupt, who were desperate. And now they've grabbed this amazing opportunity to... I mean, think about this. When I was a young man, how would I become known in this world? I'm 57 now. So when I was young, 25 or 30 years ago, I'd have to be on television. I'd have to be in the newspapers. Someone else would be making those decisions, whether I would be known or not. Today, I don't have to be picked by someone. I can pick myself. I can choose to write a blog or create a podcast or create a video series. I can make that choice. I can create my own power and find my own audience in the world. And everybody can do that. It costs literally nothing but your time to do that today. So everybody has the opportunity to do it, but will they persist? I mean, the biggest problem is people quit too soon. And so there's, I I devote a lot of space in my book to looking at, first of all, making a personal decision. Is this the right time for you? How do you make the time to do something like this? How do you know it's working or you need to change or pivot or adjust or quit? So I think in this book, it's a very honest book. If something is hard to do, I say it's hard to do. I would have loved to have written the book, 100 Days to a Powerful Personal Brand but I couldn't do it because it doesn't exist. I mean, maybe somebody will be in part of a scandal and they'll be famous in, in, in overnight. But for you and I, the people who have to work hard to create a personal brand, there's no shortcut. And not everybody can do that. Not everybody can have the grit to keep on going even when it's difficult. So that's the biggest challenge. The last question I asked in every interview was if you could connect to the people who are reading this book and give them one piece of advice, what would it be? And almost every person had some form of the word consistency, resilience, tenacity, keep at it. People quit too soon. And so that's a very important part of the formula. Yes. And I can attest to this. I did 90 webinars in 30 months. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason I have a multiple six-figure business today. So when I saw you speak, I realized I had to start a new project. (laughs) 
you know, because webinars, you know, at some point, like you say, there's time to quit something or try a different venue. So there's always like a new way and you have to pivot. But I truly believe that anyone who reads your book will be inspired to take action. And the only thing that could hold us back in not achieving that success is not sticking at it. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So what would you do if you were starting a day? Let's say you had quit your job yesterday. <laughs> what would you do today I to would, become known? I would read my book. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. Because, well, you know, it's not really a whimsical answer because, you know, I wish I had it. I wish I knew what to do. I mean, I made a lot of mistakes. I made, I stumbled around. And a lot of what I learned through the years was by stumbling around and trying to figure out what are other people doing. And the thing that I'm so confident about in this book is that I know this is the way. I know this is the path. And here's the other thing that has surprised me. It takes about, like I said, on average, about two and a half years. But I have been surprised by how many people who have read the book have said, I have seen immediate progress. All I needed was that focus. All I needed was that path. All of a sudden, my subscriptions to my blog or my email have like blown up because now I've used the advice in the book to get more focused. I knew I didn't have the right place. You know, I didn't have the right sustainable interest. I was in the wrong space. I was creating the wrong content. I was focused on the wrong audience. And all I had to do was tweak this or this or this or this. And all of a sudden it's clear to me what I need to do. So gosh, if I were starting over, I wish I would have had that plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, stumbled, I stumbled around so long. So the first thing I would do if I was starting over today is to have a plan, follow the exercises in the book. And there's a workbook that goes with the book too. That's helped a lot of people. If you fill out the workbook, you will have the plan of how to go forward. And it may not be perfect, but just start because you'll learn and you'll adjust and you'll adopt, but just have that plan, start the plan, be consistent, be persistent, be resilient and you know, you've got as good a chance as anybody. Perfect. That's wonderful pasting words. So people find you on businessesgrow.com mm -hmm. and the book Known. Obviously, everybody should get that. That's mandatory reading for all my clients now. Awesome. I was hugely inspired. And this is the reason I'm doing 100 podcast episodes in 100 days. That's thanks to you, Mark. Thank you well, for being on the show. Yeah, that means a lot to me. You made you made my day knowing that, you know, I've impacted you and impacted your business. And also the thing is that you're impacting so many others now. I mean, your spark is going to go, your personality, your thoughts, your drive, you know, your passion is going to go to so many others. So that makes me feel great. Thank you, Mark. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Building a profitable online business takes time, but you can get there faster with the right strategies. Get the exact steps on how to turn your passion into profits and the show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash five. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. 
Did you enjoy this episode? If yes, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes so more people can enjoy the show. See you in the next episode.